everybody. Ask Your Perspectives, back for another week. I'm Jack Mitchell. And I'm John Bercato. We're here with another great guest to give you some great information. This is one of our episodes that I mentioned before, the three different types of interviewing folks, of getting information, SBO, sometimes that's manageable and useful. I and mean, this is one of those episodes. So uh, with that, we're going to have Marianne Van Dyne, Managing Director, Aris Abrams, coming on and John is going to go ahead and give her a quick intro. Today we have Marianne Van Dyne, CPA and Managing Partner at RS Abrams Company, LLP. She is a certified public accountant with a master's in accounting from Hofstra University. She's earned her school business administration certificate from CW Post. She is also the recipient of the New York State Association of School Business Officials Distinguished Graduate of School Business Administration Award. Marianne, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited about being part of your new SBO perspectives. Yes, we're excited as well. We're excited as well. So the theme of today's podcast is GASB 84. It's something that is somewhat new to school business officials. And I think this is kind of the first cycle that most are going through. So before we launch into the specifics of GASB 84, can you kind of give us an idea how you got into your current role as managing director for RSA and What do you like best about what you do? Okay. Well, I started my career with the big eight accounting firm. So I don't know if you remember way back when, instead of big four, it was big eight. So I was with uh, (laughs) Touche Ross. So that was quite quite some time ago. I got my training there. And then I joined the the family firm. R.S. Abrams and Company actually was founded by my dad. And he asked me to come back and say, listen, come back. You got all your training. I need you to help me expand the, the firm. So when I started, I believe we had probably about 12 school districts at the time and maybe seven employees. So now we're servicing over 75 school districts and we've tripled our staffing. So, you know, the firm has really skyrocketed. So, you know, similar to what's happened with you guys, I mean, you know, your job has expanded threefold at least. And it doesn't seem to be stopping anytime soon. (laughs) It does not. I mean, it's really, it's a challenge for you. And I know I, way back when, when my kids were smaller, I did go back to school to become a school business official. You know, that was one of my options. I was either going to stay in public accounting or go back. And, you know, I'm I'm glad I stayed with public accounting. You wanted to be us? You wanted to be us one time? Wow. You know, there's there's a lot of openings, Marianne. You're welcome to come into the field. I know, I know. But I just, like you said, John, I don't think there's any end to this. And, you know, with all the reporting requirements and whatnot, you know, not only through like a GASB 84, but... Just looking at what the state requires now is like unbelievable, you know, and from when I started 30 years ago, I started 30 years ago, which I can't believe auditing schools. So I've been doing this for quite some time. The, you know, it was very simple. The audits were simple. The STs mm-hmm. were simple. It really was, it was, you know, the October 15th deadline at that time was doable. You know, because it was it. very easy, right? <laughs> Everybody was punctual because there wasn't so much to worry right? about. <laughs> now, I don't know how many uh, people get their ST3 done on time, you know, because yeah. uh, between uh, the transparency reporting, the ST3, the audits, new Gasbys, I mean, it's just month of August is crazy. Everybody thinks it's really quiet at schools oh, in no. August. Oh, no. for the it's our busy time. <laughs> yeah, It is our absolutely. busy time, you know, oh, so, yeah. Yeah. you know, I think... 
you know, by helping you guys, I mean, I think that is one of the things that I like about what I do is really mm-hmm. getting involved with podcasts like this, getting involved with the association meetings, doing presentations, doing one-on-one with the clients, you know, doing Zoom meetings. I can't even tell you how many Zoom meetings I've done on GASB 84, even prior to, you know, the year ends with all my clients. So it is, it's an interactive environment. You know, I think that's what I like about what I do. I think, you know, the business officials are a great group. I think, you know, I see that you guys work together, you network together, which is really nice to see and you help each other out. And, you know, I like to, you know, be part of that during the year, you know, not just to be there at the end of the year when we're doing the audit. Because mm-hmm. I think by really getting involved during the year, it makes your guys' lives easier because you're more prepared. You know, and like some of the things I do is I'm on the public school county committee, which is through the state society CPAs. And that is a great committee because it's made up of state education department officials, controllers, Mm -hmm. office officials, other CPAs, business officials. And we meet, it's held in Albany, but we meet throughout the year and we discuss any of the issues that are going to be hitting school districts. So, you know, that's something that's I tough. value and I try to, you know, yeah. give to you guys to make sure. Yeah, we, you're we appreciate you looking prepared. out for us. Yeah, Absolutely. I know, because you need a lot of help. And, and John and you and I were just talking is that, you know, for a new business official to start, you know, that doesn't have any experience. Oh, it's I, I can't imagine, you know, yeah. it's just it's just yeah. such a, such a such a big challenge for them. So, so, so with. So with that, Marianne, let me ask you this then. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, 30 years, that's, I mean, wow. You've seen everything transform for working with school districts all those years up to now. Like you said, working with 12 districts, not a 75 districts, that's a lot. But what do you think when working all these districts is the most important facet for, I guess, what you provide school districts? Well, I, you know, I, what I think is just the interaction with the clients, really giving them what, what they need to do their jobs, you know, within reason, because of course we have to be independent to a point, you know, but we do, you know, provide, you know, newsletters during the year to help you guys if anything is new. Um, I love going to the ASBO meetings, you know, and really talking to, and unfortunately last year, as we all know, you know, they were all Zoom, so it really wasn't the same, but I'm really happy you guys are starting again in September. And I know I was just asked to do a presentation for NASA ASBO for September on GASB 84 and CRISA and all the stimulus funds, which is another monster that you guys are dealing with. Many hot topics. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. Sometimes, you know, during the year, we don't really have any changes. Boring is sometimes good. But this year, I would say, you know, audits as well as what you guys have probably have been the most challenging I've seen since I started in the industry. I would love to have boring for a year. That would be nice. Wouldn't that yeah, be nice? Right. I think we all deserve <laughs> that. <laughs> well, that's good. You know, I must say your newsletters are great, by the way. And I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of folks may not see that. I mean, if they're working with different orders and stuff like that, but you, you definitely hit on a lot of the points and um, it, it's very great for useless. And I also see, you know what I like about, I must say, I do like certain things. Like when you guys do a bowling event and you go somewhere, you also put that out there too, to show that, you know, you're not, not just robotics, right? You're just, you're, you're people too. So I appreciate, you know, what you guys do. Everybody thinks accountants are boring. We're not. We're, we're, we play hard. Yeah, and we work hard. 
So although, you know, boring might be nice in the job, it has been anything but. And I'm wondering, can you kind of predict or kind of tell us in the audience about any trends you're seeing in auditing and any adjustments maybe stemming directly from the pandemic? Well, last year with the audits, you know, as you know, it was it was challenging because pretty much all the audits were being done remotely for the most part. But we were fortunate that we were already set up paperless and we were able to, you know, do that and work with the clients. They update uploaded the information to our portal and we all we got the audits done timely. So, you know, it was really that really was a year where you really had a have teamwork with your clients, you know, it's really to make those deadlines. So I was really happy with the way that worked last year. This year, you know, it's a combination. Some schools want us to be still be remote, you know, and some want us to be on site or a combination. So we really try to tailor it to what works for each of the districts that we we work with. But like I said, we're already set up with the portal. So, you know, that makes it a little bit easier with regards to getting the audits done. Also with regards to last year, we, you know, there was a lot of additional work we needed to do because we had to evaluate your internal controls pre-pandemic and post-pandemic to make mm. sure you guys were still following all the right product mm. protocols. So, okay. you know, and, and I was happy to say that I would say probably virtually all our, our clients, even though they worked remote some days, they were still following all the proper procedures. So, you know, which made it nice for us, because then we can rely more on what your controls and your procedures. But, you know, the trends really for this year is the GASB 84 is a monster, which I'll talk about in a little while on, you know, what I've seen this year with GASB 84. The other challenge this year is all the major, all of a sudden you have all this stimulus money, right? All this money from CARES and, you know, CARES phase one, then you have PRISA, you have you know, ARPA, and they all have different requirements. And, you know, the districts have to track that information, they have to report the information. So it's a whole, you know, it's a whole different job for you guys that you didn't have in the prior year, really. And then the timing of when the state approved some of the FS10s for the CRISA grants, you know, really, some of the adjustments that we had to record in this audit because of that, because there was a little uncertainty on how the adjustments should be recorded. So, you know, that is something I definitely, we spent a lot of time working with our clients to make sure that the reporting was done properly for CRISA. And so that was a challenge. So you got hit not only with all the stimulus funds, and then now you're getting hit with the reporting with the GASB 84. And with GASB 84, I would say, it's really, this is like a, the only GASB that I feel really put more of the onus on the school oh, districts okay. more so than yeah, that's us, what I want to ask. Right? Yeah, could you dive deep more into GASB 84? That's what, really, what we want to know about yeah. today. What, what can you say about that then? Well, GASB 84, you know, it's a different way of reporting. Mm-hmm. So essentially the overriding theme with GASB 84 is if the school district has administrative control or oversight of these transactions that were previously reported in trust and agency, then where, how should you report that? It's, it's and so what kind of forward? What, yeah. yeah, what kind of transactions, for example, would you say would be captured in trust and agency? Okay, so for now, trust and agency is going away with GASB 84. Okay, so, but in previous years, you had your payroll withholdings in there. 
-hmm. you had your extra classroom. Um, you also had your TE. Yeah, yeah you yeah. had your TE, yeah. which was your scholarships. You know, those were all considered yep. fiduciary, you know, accounts. Mm -hmm. Some districts were pretty clean. Like, Jack, yours is, is probably the easiest one that we have because you're an elementary school district. Yep. There you go, I Jack. love that part. <laughs> Easy. So good. we appreciate easy. you and your easy and boring. Easy peasy. That's a good boring of Gassy 84 because she, he doesn't have extra classroom. He doesn't have scholarships. You know, he really just has the payroll transactions. Yep. So, you know, so yours is easy. I just came from a district yesterday that had, you know, sometimes trust and agency was more of a dumping ground where people threw everything in trust and agency. They didn't know where to record it. It just kind of went into trust and agency and trying to sort through some of these other accounts is more of a challenge, but I'll talk about the main accounts that are in trust and agency, how they should be reported through GASB 84. Okay. So it's pretty clear. And just, you know, just so everybody knows that there is a lot of guidance. The guidance is also, there's a GASB implementation guide out there that has a Q&A specific oh, to school oh, districts. Good. Oh, that's good to know. You know um, yeah, so I mean, that's a great reference. We have it on our website. You know, we did it, we sent an article out through our constant contact with all the links. So if anybody needs any of that information or they can't find it, you know, they could let me know. But yeah, I, really I will link to those resources in our show notes so our guests can check that out. Perfect, perfect. Because the more information, the better, because it is, you know, you really just need to read and absorb. And utilize your auditors. I mean, we've been on a lot of Zoom calls prior to GASB 84. Just to, we would, what we would did was we got a printout of the trusting agency from the prior year, and we walked through the clients step by step, which accounts that were in there and where they should be reported. So essentially, the withholdings that you have in there for Social Security, any kind of payroll withholdings, 403B, things like that, all now will be recorded in the general funds because it's considered governmental because you as a district have oversight of the payroll withholdings. You file the 941s, yep. you have the W-4 forms that you have for all the employees. So that's pretty cut and dry in the guidance that you know payroll withholdings should now be considered in the governmental funds. And what governmental fund is it going to be recorded in is the general fund. So it would be just a matter of recording for June 30th, 2021. These were all done through journal entry. It wasn't integrated through the accounting systems for the most part. So, so those would be transferred over. So the cash and the liabilities that were sitting in the trust and agency account are now going to be reported through mm -hmm. journal entry on the general funds. So as of July question. 1, okay. 21, yes. all districts need to now start accounting for that change, yeah. correct? Correct. So what they should be doing is working with their software companies, whether it's WinCap, Envision, whoever they use, which, you know, a lot of them have been working with them. And, you know, in a perfect world, they should integrate it through the accounting system July 1. However, what I'm finding is districts have not done that due to the mm -hmm. fact that they have a lot of other things on their plate. So because they didn't do it as of July 1, what they'll need to do for July and August, if say if they don't implement it, say till September 1st, they will have to record those transactions for those months through journal entries until it's actually you know, integrated through the system 
through the software company and they'll be posting those transactions live, you know, through the accounting information system at that point. So I don't really think a lot of districts started at July 1. And just from speaking with a lot of my districts, they're really worried about the payroll piece of this because yeah. they are really not trusting that the software companies are going to do it right. Well, yeah, let's hope that they get that. their act together, right? Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. you know, and worse comes to worse, then they would just reverse it out, I guess, and journalize it if they needed to. But I did have a district yesterday. She said she's going to do it live in August when it's just a summer payroll to make it easier. Because once, you know, then the teachers come back, the payroll That's is a, a monster. It's huge. Right? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, you know, so, that's something I thought that was a great idea, you know, just do a trial run. Um, yeah. Makes sense. Know, in August mm-hmm. to make sure it's working. Quick question, though, we're on, on the tail end of this. Um, from what I've been told, we don't have to change our bank accounts. Like, I mean, I know we're not going to be utilizing the payoff and the trust and agency anymore, but that I was told we don't have to make any switching. Is that something you also have recommended out there? For the most part, you can use the same bank accounts because you just maybe have to change the names. Yes. So like, for example, the other besides payroll withholdings, the other is the scholarships accounts, which Mm -hmm, were in TE previously. Right. So all you need to do, those are now going to be considered CM, which is a special revenue fund, because with scholarships, there is involvement. The school does decide who gets the scholarships. The board accepts any donations, so there is control for scholarships. So with that, you know, you will have a bank account. And if it's just says scholarships, then you're fine because, you know, it, it's still considered scholarships. If it says scholarships, expendable trust, you might just want to tell the bank, change it, scholarships, special revenue fund, just to make it transparent. But it's yep. not, you don't have to close an account and open an account for the scholarships. Exactly. So. Okay. GASB 84 is certainly one of them, but can you as an auditor maybe talk to what is one of the more difficult parts um, of your job when entering a district and some challenges that you oftentimes see when in a school district? Well, I think the challenge is, is we always set up a schedule for auditing, you know, in advance. And this year, you know, I think, you know, a lot of districts are still not where they should be as far as closing the books due to Mm -hmm. GASB 84. So, you know, there's a lot more, you know, scheduling, changing scheduling, you know, doing a portion of it remote until they're ready. So, you know, we we try to work very closely with the district. So we are all on the same page on, you know, so we can get the audits done timely. I think the challenge really is, is meeting that October 15th deadline due to all the complexities that are going on with the schools and, you know, with all, I mean, you have all your reporting that's due August 31st. So there is a technically a grace period, but, you know, some districts don't want to want to take advantage of that. So I think that the challenges are really working together as a team and trying to get the, all these new regulations implemented properly. There's always changes next year. Your the new GASB 87 is going to be regarding leases. So that's going to be another difficult GASB for you guys. Never stops, huh? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's almost like the pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's just hope that quiets down. So then you just have to worry about the GASB, right? Be back to normal. Yeah. 
So, so with that, Marion, you know, with our podcast, I know, and then you mentioned you may have heard before. Listen, we always like to kind of go out with this last question here. You know, just anybody who's on again SPO perspectives, just what single best piece of advice, I guess, that you can give to to a new or even a, a seasoned SBO right now. Mm-hmm. I think the best advice would be to attend as many workshops through ASBO, Mm. um, whether it's New York, ASBO, New York, whether it's your local chapters, just because there generally is speakers. So you can really absorb some topics that are coming up. It's a great networking event. So this way you can network with other business officials. You should always try to find some mentors in your area that you can call and ask questions. Couldn't agree more. I think that's like, don't be afraid to ask questions. I had a business official, a new business official yesterday call me and she's doing an energy performance contract. And she said, I know that somebody at this other district is doing it. Can you kind of broker, you know, us together so I can ask them questions. That's great. So yeah. And she, you know, so she felt better. She had a mentor. She had never Mm -hmm. met her before, but she knew I, I knew she was one of my clients. So that's, you know, that's the perfect example. Don't be afraid to speak up, ask questions and, you know, attend the workshops. I like NASA. I know you have the quadrant meetings, which I think are more hands-on mm-hmm. than the association meetings, right, Jack? So yeah. that's we really really brainstorm, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I think if, you know, other across the state, if you don't do quadrant meetings within your, it's really a smaller community where you can, you know, network and, and, talk about specific topics, I think that might be a great thing to think about, you know, statewide to make sure that there is a dialogue and you're exchanging information. But I think, you know, ASCO does a great job. You know, they do have so many workshops. They have, you know, what you guys do is great. I think this is nice. You're doing more educational topics that people can just jump on for Mm -hmm. 20 minutes or a half hour just to get an idea of what's going on. So the more information, the better and just try to absorb as much as you can. Yeah, that, that's such great advice because whether you're new or you've been in the seat for a number of years, there's so much nuance to the job. So really building your network. And as you said, Marianne, not being afraid to ask questions. I couldn't agree more. I, I, I say the same thing to anybody who asks, always asks. There's never a dumb question because there's so many intricacies to, to this work that it's better to ask and get the right answer than to just assume something and have to backtrack and fix mistakes. Right. And utilize your auditors too during the year, just so, you know, if they have a lot of experience, they can help you also. Perfect. Well, great, Marion. We appreciate you. Thanks so much for coming on. And, you know, out there, I know you taking the time really means a lot, especially in this time, taking a half hour in your busy season. You know, it's great, but it is important. As we all know, we mentioned this is extremely important for us, uh, school business officials. So thank you again. Thank you for having me. Good luck with, with all you guys do. Thanks, Marion. Great. Thanks. Take care. Wow. I mean, such great information. These SBO perspective podcasts each week. I just don't even understand how week to week it just gets better and better each time. This has been an incredible episode. What a timely episode as well as everybody's going through their external audit and GASB 84. So again, we want to thank Marianne Van Dyne from RS Abrams and company coming on the podcast and really giving us an opportunity to look at auditing from the lens 
of an external auditor themselves coming into school districts. And as Jack had said, this is really gaining some popularity. We're incredibly excited about our upcoming episodes. And I do want to give a special shout out and thanks to ASBO New York for kind of marketing us a little bit in their newswire on Wednesday this week. So thank you, everybody. Please check out our website, subscribe to our podcast, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys. Thank you.